Welcome to Radio Training School Time Capsule Class 2020, and we are with... Ah, kia ora guys, I'm Leo Brett Kelly Chalmers, 37 years old. Welcome, thank you for being here. Well, 37 next month. Ooh, <laughs> 36! Really? 36 and a half. Oh my god, how do you feel about this? Oh, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I still look 20-something. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm. <laughs> do you have a radio nickname? Um, I got a, I got a nickname from some of my friends when I was like kind of talking about possibly doing radio and they were calling me Te Waha, which means it's Māori for the mouth because, <laughs> because I just talk all the time. L- literally nothing to do with the deep voice or anything like that. Just because I talk all the time, they were like Te Waha. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I might keep that. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. like it? I have to use it myself. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up here in central Auckland, so um, I was born in Mount Albert, Oeraka, at the hospital there, but then I, I grew up in um, Westmere, so in the Greylin kind of area. How was it? Yeah, it's nice, beautiful place to grow up, uh, grow up. There's lovely parks, you're close to the water, heaps of kind of clubs that you can do, like scouts or um, soccer, or lots of sports around. It's right next to the zoo as well. So just all of these weird animal noises all the time. Um, and then later life, when I was about 15, I moved pretty close uh, into Western Springs where I went to school and stuff like that. Again, next to the zoo. Yeah, so yeah. still the same area. Always lived near the zoo. It's very strange. Have you seen the baby Reno? No, I haven't I seen it. Has it got a name yet? No, I don't think so. No, maybe no, maybe after they, be- after they dig this time capsule up, it'll have a name by then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why did you choose to come and study radio? Oh man, that's yeah, that's a tricky one. Um, so I have a a history of like I had a passion for acting and things like that, um, but the acting industry is very fickle. Um, but I've also done presenting on TV, which was a new experience. And so I thought if I add more kind of skill sets around it, um, that might be quite good, and I'd be able to do all sorts of different things. But mainly, it was from me being at bars and and talking to strangers while I'm having a drink. And somebody going, um, God, you got a great voice, you should be on the radio. And I kept saying to these people, well, if you were the guy that hired the guy, I would be. And then I kind of one day thought, well, maybe if I actually was hanging out with people who are in the industry, I would get a job in radio. And so what, what better way to kind of uh, meet people from the industry or learn about it than was to go study it? Because all of you guys are going to end up being in the radio and you'll know me. You know, because we went to school together. So I'm already kind of working on that right now. It's about that networking. When did you realize this? Like, when did you think about it? Um, probably near the end of last year. Uh, that's when I, I was kind of, I was doing this real dead-end job. You know, it's, I've done a lot of jobs where I've been beneath inept managers who just cannot, um, oh, they're just awful at managing. And when Toxic you find yourself, management. yeah, exactly. And when you find yourself managing the manager all the time, or they're stealing your ideas and stuff, and you're not progressing in life, um, and it was a very soul leading job. So I did a lot of tech support and a lot of sales, and both of those just um, eat away at your humanity. You know, somebody's saying, sell more, don't take no as an answer. And it's like, well, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic to other human beings. Why would I, can't I take no as an answer? You know, like, of course we can take no as an answer. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of bad. So I thought I needed to do something that was creative, that I wouldn't get bored with, you know, after a year, um, and something that I could have control of myself, I suppose, as well as 
it can have the acting thing, so maybe voice acting and stuff like that can be involved with it, and um, I won't have to rely on what my face looks like to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially in radio. Yeah. <laughs> was it obvious for you, an obvious choice to come here? Um, it wasn't immediately, but after those conversations at the bars, it started to, like, somebody had planted the seed, and I thought, I could do that. Like, you know, it's not hard to talk, and it's a lot of fun to um, do that stuff. But also getting the skills to understand how your um, recording voice, how your editing voice, how you put things together. I was like, I was very interested in that and was very bad at it. And so I thought, go and learn it. You know? And how are you better now? I'm Yeah, I'm a bit better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be honest, those programs are so easy now. <laughs> Why was I even worried about it? What kind of personality trait do you think suits best for radio? Um, what personality trait is best for radio is probably... According be, to you. Yeah, I think it's uh, being earnest. So being honest with who you are when you're on the radio, um, rather, rather than putting on a radio voice and talking like this all the time, which used to be the old way of radio, but now we're in the new. Um, that doesn't really... As much as that sounds like radio to everyone in their ears, it isn't really something that draws you in. The only thing yeah. that makes, yeah. So I think when people are honest and they're being themselves and being very natural and earnest, those are the best radio hosts. But uh, also on that as well as um, being able, a good storyteller, so being able to paint that picture and, um, you know, tell the, the theater of the mind type of stuff. Like if you just go, oh, wow, look at that. Nobody knows what you're looking at. Yeah. You know, you've got to be able to like describe the situation and, and, and tell them in an interesting way. So I think that's pretty important. What kind of radio do you like? Uh, in terms of music or just radio in general? Both. Um, I kind of, I, pref I like all kinds of music, so that's a bit tricky, but I like a lot of the older music, is better to say, like because there's a lot of range there. But there was kind of a time with rock back from like the, the 70s all the way through the 90s that was really good, um, <clears throat> as well as even further back when you get your kind of, uh, your ska, your reggae, um, and a lot of good stuff there. But... Talkback isn't too bad in terms of radio, but I do like having songs. But I, yes. yeah, I think my favorite kind of radio is probably a morning show, a breakfast show, where you get people all chatting, you get more of a story, more of people talking, and you can wake up to it. But also, every now and again, you get a good song come through. Could you, could you do a breakfast show? Yeah, yeah, easy. I could do any show. <laughs> I'm just asking because you are right now on a late show. Yeah, I'm doing a 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing that by myself, um, which is fine. And, you know, there's stuff to learn when you have to do it by yourself because you, you have to drive the whole thing. You have to have content. You have to be able to talk about it. You have to be interesting but also not fall off. And you've got to enjoy yourself. And for three hours. And for three hours, yeah. Like, it takes me about 20 minutes. but like, <laughs> That's uh, the secret of radio. Secret, that's the secret. Uh, but, yeah, a morning show is very cool because you get to pass it around and then you're having a conversation with people and you have fun, somebody's laughing. You know, it's not just all you and that energy circulates, you know. Mm -hmm. Any favorite announcer? Um, I have a few favorites. One is uh, Robert, who used to be on The, on the Rock, and uh, Jono, he was actually, it was Robert and Jono when they were on the rock together. I think they used to do Drive. They were a really good group because Jono's that kind of cheeky younger guy. 
Um, he's always trying to do pranks and he's a bit of an egg and all that, so he's a bit funny. And then Robert's this kind of beautiful, deep voice, kind of older rock guy. And yeah. he'd always just be like, ah, John, what are you talking about, John? God damn. <laughs> and I liked that. But at the moment, probably Bryce Casey, who's on the Rock Morning Show, um, he is a very earnest and funny guy. Like I think some of the most, the funniest things he does is just, he will just say two words in a certain way. And I, I don't think he's meaning to do it, but it cracks me up. He, he's won awards as a, as a broadcaster as well. So I was like, yeah, good. I made the right choice. <laughs> so you're looking up for these people too? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't really like, I don't really look, I, d I don't treat anyone like they're um, better or worse than me. So I don't really look up to people as, you know, I, I just think they're another Kiwi and I'll just treat them like another Kiwi. You know, like, so we see celebrities on the street. We don't go like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah. Asking just in, in like a goal to. Oh, yeah. Like, um, yeah. I would I would I would be very happy being in, in Bryce's position. Yeah. What um, what radio means to you? What does it mean to me? Um, oh, so actually kind of one of the reasons I. I took radio as well, is that it is, it, it won't be obsolete anytime soon. Like radio has always been needed um, <clears throat> since, since they started getting radio waves back and forth and realizing we could transmit information. It became one of the most secure and it's still one of the most secure ways of, of sending info, you know, like with the Christchurch earthquakes, it was radio that people were listening to. It was the easiest way and the most secure way to get it out there. Um, TV can fall off. I mean, it's like imagine trying to get a job in, um, in TV and then Netflix has come along or maybe you worked at the United video renting out DVDs. Well, they're gone. <laughs> you know, yep. you can't really trust in this day and age when everything moves so fast You can't really trust careers anymore. And I thought radio was one of the ones you can trust. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what radio means to me. What about podcasts? Um, I don't actually listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I've been listening to podcasts because I have to do one. Um, and that's I... Good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. It's like talkback radio. Um, sometimes it's good opinions, but sometimes it's just I, I stop listening because it's just somebody talking in the background, you know. Um, it depends on the topic, depends on the person who's talking, if I respect them or not. Like, I'm not going to listen to somebody who annoys the hell out of me. Um, but there, there are some great podcasters out there. And I think that you shouldn't necessarily pick a podcast because of the content so much as you should pick it because of the person talking. Uh, at least I do anyway. So, you know, when people are like, you're doing a podcast? Oh, you should do a true crimes podcast. And like, oh, everyone's doing a true crimes podcast. Um, like, can't you just Google that yourself? <laughs> Go look up some crimes. But when you get somebody like Joe Rogan, for instance, where you're, you're listening yeah. because it's Joe Rogan, mm -hmm. and then he just starts talking about smoking DMT or about how, you know, humans are bacteria on the planet, you can kind of go, whoa, this is taking a bit of a spin and I'm enjoying it. But I didn't say, oh, what should I listen to today? Oh, humans are bacteria and I'm going to smoke DMT. That's what I'll listen to. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to it because it's Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And um, how do you see yourself in 10 years, radio-wise? I will probably be using a mirror still to see myself in 10 years as I am today. Yeah. Um, yep, that's the best way I've found to see myself. Really? Uh, yeah, it depends which part. Like if I'm just uh, trying to see my hands, I could just look down. I'll do mm -hmm. that. Or my feet, I just look at them. Um, the face, yeah. Yeah, but the face, I use a mirror for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think, depending on technology, the back? technology might change. You know, I might be using sunglasses that 
look at a, you know the footage from a drone that's looking at me. But we'll we'll get to that point. Okay, but read your ways. Oh, uh, right. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, we know this is the career question that I've never been good at, and usually in a job interview, I just make this up. Then make it. Yeah. No, well, make I'm not trying to get up? the job, so yeah, true. <laughs> I could be more honest with you. With, with job <laughs> interviews, I say, well, I'm looking at climbing the ladder and making the company more efficient and grow as a company as I grow as a person. Yeah, you don't have to lie here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, where do I see myself in ten years? I've always found Radio this. Wise, yeah. yeah, I've always found it a bit of a difficult question to answer in any case. I don't believe in looking too far forward. Um, it's more about kind of living in the moment. But I would, I would like to see. Um, I, I, yeah, I'd like to be doing radio hosting now that I've done a bit more of it here. Um, I would really like to have uh, a full-time job as a uh, voiceover artist. And get more practice at that. Like I think that would be that would be kind of ideal. Good money in that. It's not a lot of good money in radio. Um, and also, as much as people tend to do this stuff and hope for the fame of things, I don't really want the fame. I, you know, I don't really want to walk down the road or go to the pub and somebody go, "Ah, oh, it's Leo. Sweet, I'm going to go and talk to him." And then I have to be like, oh, "I'm so nice because you know I don't want I want you to keep listening." Instead yes. of being like, "Hey, I'm talking. I'm I'm talking to my friend. You go away. We can talk later." You know, like, so, yeah, I mean, I would like to, I, you, I, in 10 years, I would like to have a secure job and a good income. <laughs> and I would love to do it creatively with my voice. <laughs> yep. And personally. Oh, geez, that's tough. Um, uh, financially stable is what I'd like to see. Yeah. I'd like to be in a financial situation where I can help, uh, as, you know, because at the moment when you're a student, you're getting help from others. You're kind of just getting by. Somebody's like, can you spare change? And you're like, oh, I wish. Gosh, wouldn't that be cool? Um, so <laughs> I would like to be fi so financially stable. I don't need to own my own house or anything like that, but um, that I can travel or do the things that I want to do or support my family and friends when they need it and stuff like that. In so 10 years, you're going to walk out from this time capsule. Oh, in 10 years, yeah. yeah. So what are we going to find out there? Um, well, the hoverboards are already around, but they're too dangerous. The oh. way the way the world is right now, like I think it's a really good idea that we get in a time capsule and we hide in the ground, because uh, we'll probably come out and all the fires will still be burning. Uh, so maybe in ten years, all the fires will die down. It's going to be very hot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it might be good to take a picture of trees. Did we take a picture of trees before we came in here just to remember them? Yeah, we yeah, might. They'll probably be gone. Okay. I can um, I can go out, take a picture and bring it to you. Yeah, I think we should. It. Just yeah. just for posterity so that we can whoever's out there surviving, if there are mutants and the radiation apocalypse and all that, we can say, um, remember when I was the talking about trees? Tree. Yeah, this is what one looked like. And they'll be like, What? Yeah, it was living. Weird, eh? Um, they used to make oxygen for us. Um, yeah, so I don't know. If we, we come out of this, I, yeah, I That's hope... That's kind of pessimistic, though. Well, it's, you know, I'm just, I'm just working on the data I'm gathering. <laughs> we're, we're as, a, as a people right now, we are not too good. There's no hope? Um, our children are hope, but the problem is what we're doing. You know, children are the future. But the kids actually have a really good idea now, and they're, they're actively... Uh, attempting to make change instead of waiting for their turn, which is kind of what my generation was doing. We're just waiting around for our turn, which we never got. Um, but the the kids of today are going out and actively doing it. So whatever we leave them with, can they fix that? Because we might 
damage it all so much in this small amount of time that there is no hope for them to fix it. Um, if they can fix it, maybe they're geniuses, maybe they come up with this beautiful utopian plan and politics goes out the window and we change our whole system of being human beings, um, it could be fantastic. And last question. Do you have a message for Leo in 10 years? Leo in 10 years? Yes. What would uh, be your message to him? Haha, ha, you got grey hair now. <laughs> What's a message for me in 10 years? Um, well, he's the one who should be giving me advice. True. I don't know why I'm giving the older me oh, well, advice. Sometimes. Yeah. What can I, what can I say that would be good or to remember? Or you can say something that you hope for him. Yeah. Um, remember that song from Pearl Jam? It goes... D, G, <laughs> G minor, G, and you're good. Elderly lady behind the counter of a small town. I know you forget songs all the time, Leo. Just remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your message? Uh, yeah, that sounds like a message. Uh, what, what's, I'm just trying to think <laughs> Is it of, a code? <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that I'll forget that, that I need to remember. Close your door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Lock your door? Don't forget Corona. <laughs> 2020 yeah mm -hmm. it's going to be one of those things that just goes down in history that is a hard question I don't I'm not even happy with my answers on that last one uh, and I've given three of them <laughs> well what? we can yeah you, you have time to think about it what would you say to your 10 year old future self <clears throat> me I would say everything's temporary don't worry yeah but it, they know that yeah, but sometimes good too, because maybe to in reiterate. 10 years, I will be in, I don't know where I'm going to be actually in 10 years. I'll tell you what, in 10 years, I'm I'm going to hear my advice to myself and be like, oh, shut up. You don't know crap. Exactly. You know what happened to me in 10 years? <clears throat> so what I'll say to myself Well, is, something to stick by during yeah. 10 years, uh, maybe. Uh, even though you're older, you still don't know better. That's a good one. That's a really cool one. That's not Wow. Yeah, I I'm going to do that. Yeah. That'll shut me up when I'm 10, 10 years older. And I'm like, I don't... Oh, he got me. <laughs> Leo doesn't know it yet, but he got some company in this time capsule because Larry, one of our tutors, has some words for him. So what's Leo's best quality? Uh, Leo is a very confident individual who um, is looking for another string to his bow. He's tried the acting area and all the rest of it and now he's learning how to make things actually work and understand probably the production side of what he's very competent and capable in doing. Uh, a very organised individual. And how do you see him in 10 years? In 10 years I think Leo's skills and everything he will all pull together. I, I see him probably more in a production role um, more so than uh, at, at the forefront. Uh, I think he's one of those people who has the ability to cajole others into doing their best. And how do you see him in the radio industry? In the radio industry, he is an opinionated person and probably uh, I think I could see him in a, um, in a talk-back role. Um, in, in some area, and with his skill set and ability, it may not be on the radio, it may in fact be on screen. Thank you. This is the end of our interview. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. Oh, you're very welcome. What do we do now? Do we just have to sit here for 10 years? Yeah, we we're going to close. Supplies? We're going to close Leo 2020 time capsule now. So see you in 10 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, Thanks. I'll let you hear. Yeah, can you leave bye. me with a book or something? Okay, bye. <laughs> with a picture of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do.
<laughs> Thank you, Leo. Oh, it's so lonely in here. <laughs> <laughs>